0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the fifth episode of Infinity and Beyond 26. I am your host, Joe DeYoung, and today I have another guest on my podcast. Please, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my CLS worker, Mendy Walker. All right.
1: Thank you very much,
0: Joe. You are very really welcome. How are you doing today, Mindy?
1: Not too bad, yourself.
0: I'm doing really good. Now, I have a, some questions for you. Oh, all right. All right, what made you want to work with special needs adults?
1: Well, when I came back from living in Europe, I needed to get something right away, so I started substitute teaching throughout Kent County and found my way into the special ed program. And there was an opening, so I bid in and I started out as a one-on-one with a young woman who had a lot of behavioral issues and then over the years i bid my way into kent vocational options which is where i met you
0: yeah well well actually when you well you were running the dance the fine art show and we didn't really talk
1: no we didn't i got to watch you Uh, work on the job site um, that was in the building, and I got to watch you move your way around during break and at lunch, and you were always working towards being independent. So I found that uh, a good sign in a young adult who wants to move forward in their life, and that's what I enjoyed about working with special needs, and also with the dance company. That was an exciting time to introduce an art form and then create a show where these young adults could perform a year's worth of work.
0: Okay. Well, it's great to hear that. Now, how did you and I meet and decide to work together?
1: Well, while I was watching you, and admiring how hard you worked to be independent at KVO and how you sang uh, solos in the choir. And I was getting close to retirement, and you were getting close to uh, graduating, and we lived fairly close together. So your staff started thinking about a CLS worker for you and I was just about the same time thinking about becoming a CLS worker after I retired. So, and that was going to be in a couple of years. So you and I worked together just before for a couple of years I retired and you graduated.
0: Yeah, I did graduate. And it's great to hear that because because I think the reason why you wanted to be my CLS worker is that it popped in my mind that you that you lived on like Buckingham's you live on Buckingham Street and like our houses were closer to each other.
1: Exactly. So if it was bad weather, we could still hang out in our neighborhood, which was part of your goal, getting to know your neighborhood.
0: Also yeah, also the cul-de-sac too.
1: Yes, walking the cul-de-sac.
0: Yeah, and I'm always gonna have that memory, so yes. I'll always remember.
1: We accomplished a lot.
0: We have, no doubt about that. And how did we decide on my goals?
1: Well, your goals have evolved, haven't they, over the years? I feel like they have evolved. So your initial goal of being an international wrestling star at 350 pounds, that was Mm -hmm. no longer your main priority, is it?
0: It's no longer... But
1: being in shape is. Right. Right. So that's how we started. If your goal was um, a high goal like that one, you had to start with where you were at. So we started looking for a small family-oriented gym, and that turned out to be family fitness, where everybody there knew you. There were members there who took a liking to you and wanted to teach you how to... Jump rope, So they practiced at home wearing something to keep them from seeing what they were doing so they could figure out how to teach you. So you connected with the members as well as uh, starting to get in the kind of shape you wanted to get into. So that fit into your second goal, which was connecting with community. Correct?
0: That is correct. You know what? I think that connecting with the community, it's really great experience and it's also meeting new people
1: it is and along the way one of the tools that we decided we were going to do for connecting with communities and working towards independence was do more in the line of self-advocacy correct
0: that is correct and I'm, i've seemed to be I'm, I'm seemed to be doing a a very good job with that.
1: And what was the first project we worked on for self-advocacy? Uh,
0: if I remember if I remember correctly, the first project that we worked on, because every the first project we worked on was going down to the city of Wyoming because every time I walked the cul-de-sac, the trees were, like, hitting me in the face, and that was getting my, on my nerves. So what we did was we went down to the... City of Wyoming, and I talked with the girl, Jen, and I asked her if they could take care of the, of the trees. But not only that, but that big bump that I always almost trip on, <clears throat> I asked her if they could please take care of that and also take care of the sign that says blind child, which I don't think it's there no more.
1: Uh-uh, because they changed it to?
0: They changed it to blind person.
1: Exactly. So those um, acts of self-advocacy helped you feel independent, didn't it?
0: It did feel me. It did. It did. I felt being independent.
1: Right. Even though it wasn't ac- exactly one of your goals, it worked towards your bigger goals.
0: It, it had to because eventually in life, I have got to do that someday myself. If I need to talk to... One of the one of the guys at the city of wyoming if if anything like that were to happen because eventually I got to do it on my own,
1: exactly, and you can do it in other areas. and so then True. our third goal were money skills, and we worked on for a long time we worked on what was it?
0: I think it was
1: next next dollar next dollar so if a bill was four dollars and 50 cents next dollar would be be five exactly and we started all of that five years ago and now you can do that and now we work what's our second goal in money skills
0: right now our second goal let me see if i remember correctly we're right now we're training the cashiers.
1: <laughs> we are training cashiers. So we're, we're
0: doing such a good job, though, because every time we go over to Denny's, at because after I get done with after we get done with our food, we have to leave our tip, and i i go I go to the register and I ask for the the ARP discount, and the lady tells me. <laughs> well the, the lady tells me he's how giving much money. away
1: secrets now
0: no 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 but this is a good thing Mindy this is a good thing it is a
1: good thing they will good, let it slide with you it, they it, do love you over there it, it is good bless though.
0: you Denny's it is god bless you Denny's because the reason why I have to say this is because I, this is for anyone with special needs If anyone that is struggling with money skills you know it, it did t- it, t- it did take me about how long did it I think it took me
1: Well, in terms of maybe well, it t- we're still working on which bill will cover the bill. So if it's <clears throat> if you have a bill of four dollars and fifty cents and it's and you have a five, you can mm. use that. If you don't. If you have like three ones and a ten, then what do you have to use?
0: Then I'll have to use the ten.
1: Exactly. So we've been working on that, and that has finally been a skill that you've accomplished. I think you've you've done remarkably well in the last few years to get those down. But in, you're right in terms of teaching the community, in terms of connecting with the community. Joe needs his money in a certain way. He needs his bills folded differently, and so he will ask his uh, cashier. And then part of our goal is to go to many different restaurants, right? We go to where? Well, Besides Denny's, where else do we go? Well,
0: we go to, um, well, we, you know, we've actually been to many restaurants. We've been to Burger King, we've been to Wendy's, we've been to Arby's, and we've also been to McDonald's.
1: At least six of those. Yeah. So we go to different ones so that you can orientate yourself to different restaurants. Mr. Burger.
0: Yep, and I was getting ready to say that.
1: Yeah, Mr. Burger. Yep, we've been there. Yep, so we (laughs) go to a lot of them, and all of those cashiers and waitresses have had to learn how you have to have your money and how you uh, work with your money. So you are teaching the community as much as the community is um teaching you how to function.
0: Right. But not only those restaurants, but we've also been to Vilda's Pizza. It's, it's Oh yeah, a, you do
1: like Vilda's Pizza.
0: Yes. It's a very small building though. It's like a box.
1: Right. The interesting thing about working with <laughs> Joe is that we can walk into a space and he'll tell me approximately how big it is. He'll hear the vibrations off the wall and he'll say, we're in a very small room. And I will not have noticed that. I will (laughs) be aware of the space, but it won't register necessarily that we are in a much more confined space than usual. So learning a lot from joe over the years haven't i
0: you know what you've learned so much over the years from me and i've learned so much over the years from you too and we have we've learned something from each other though
1: we certainly have what was the first thing you had to teach me
0: i had to you know what the first time that you and i have started working together now i know that it was your first time working with someone that is blind Mm -hmm. because when you and i would go outside of the car and you 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 would you would take me by the hand like you were you were, you were guiding a dog and I, I, I well
1: <laughs> I did I would drag him by the elbow or grab his arm and just pull him
0: And I had to tell you Mindy, that's not how that's not how you're supposed to walk with someone that's visually impaired. Let me show you how you're supposed to you're supposed to walk with a visually impaired person person you have to take i have to grab i have to take your arm because it's called sighted guide because i've learned that from my mobility teacher sue fink right and i always remember that
1: right so i had to learn about sighted guide and and in terms of self advocacy it took joe a few weeks before he finally said i would rather you not pull me and that's when i went oh my goodness You should have told me from the (laughs) get-go. So, again, we have whenever possible, as Will, um, your co-host, knows, I will guide other people to side guide with you so that they get used to it as well. And you don't have to walk really slow, do you, Joe? No. No, you can just walk normal.
0: Right. I can always walk normal, though.
1: Right. And your cane pretty much tells you where the steps are and and where uh, you have to move. So together, we can get anywhere.
0: I feel like that we can get anywhere. Now moving on to the next question.
1: I love it, I love it, He's go ahead.
0: The next question that I wanna ask you, is the what, what was the best, part of, the the, was the best part of being a CLS worker and the uh, bad part of being a CLS worker?
1: Well, I like to do the bad part first. The bad part was you and I started out with an organization that uh, was very helpful in the beginning and will always be grateful, but they became very constricting and we couldn't do what we wanted to do when we wanted to do it. So in terms of um, independence for the client, it was important that Joe and I establish Our goals and we established the schedule for how that was going to work and sometimes things would come up uh, and we would have to reschedule and because we were dealing with a corporation there was all this paperwork and stuff that we just thought got in the way so then we discovered another organization where I work directly for Joe and I get paid by network 180 through through this organization. But then Joe and I can do our own schedule based on his goals and based on how those may fluctuate. For example, if in the future he were to work on a telethon, that would be out of ordinary hours that we had already scheduled. I would have to go through a lot of paperwork to arrange that. Now we just do that between the two of us. So eliminating a third person in that respect made our work together a lot easier and a lot comfortable for both of us. In terms of uh, why I I like it, you get to see the rewards of your work immediately um, once the connection has been made. Sometimes that takes years, sometimes it takes months but working on it step-by-step step and figuring out how they think and work. When you get to see what I call the penny drop, when you get to see that connection, it, is, it fills your heart with joy that you got to see something manifest that other people didn't think were possible. So that's the biggest joy I get.
0: You know, it, it feels good to to hear that. <laughs> now, another question for you. Um, is. What is the best what advice, is the best that, advice, that, advice that, that you would give to you would give someone, to someone <laughs> that, wants to, that wants to do CLS work?
1: Seriously? Okay. I'm going to get serious about that question because I take this work very seriously. And the only way that I see it really truly succeeding for the client is for the CLS worker to get their ego out of the way. Where you walk a mile in your client's shoes, you figure out what works best for them, you motivate and facilitate uh, a space where they feel comfortable to grow, and you build a foundation of mutual respect. Without those things, I don't think it's possible to be successful. You really have to want to not be the boss or be uh, in control. As much as possible, you are training your client to be in control and to have those options open to them, so it's my job, as I tell people all the time, to work myself out of a job. <clears throat> and if I do my my job correctly, then eventually, as a CLS worker, I'm no longer needed, and then you and I become friends.
0: We do, and you know what you've you and you've done such a very good job with me. <laughs>
1: you know, Thank you, my dear.
0: I, I will say that. But you've you
1: know, put in the work, so it's been uh, yeah. a mutual benefit.
0: It, it has been a really good mutual benefit, though, and I will say that. And uh, Let's see, another question. The best advice that you wait a received. minute. What was the best advice that you received That's you that has helped you work to... Work. Wait a minute, I, have, yeah, I already asked you that question.
1: No, no, well, the best advice I received from somebody Oops. outside... Uh, It was from my friend, Kate, who helped me co-direct the dance company, and she made me realize that looking for perfection with our population was not going to bring anybody joy, and that allowed me to relax my expectations and enjoy the young adult's for who they were, where they were, and how they were, and then help them move forward in whatever way works best for them. So that was my best advice. Stop trying to be perfect.
0: Well, it, I mean, it, I, I love that advice from you. Um, what, is the biggest battle that you know, what is the biggest battle that you've overcome, and how did you overcome that?
1: in terms of being a CLS worker? That would be, I had a method to my madness that most people didn't quite understand. And I believed in my method. My method was to work on advocacy, self-advocacy in everything that we did, regardless of where we were and what we were doing. to just see where that would take us. And it took us all the way here.
0: Well, you know what? I feel like that there's always going to be a method to your madness.
1: (laughs) No matter what.
0: No matter what, though.
1: I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I don't like being a sane person.
0: No. (laughs) Um,
1: So how do you feel about the podcast?
0: And that I finally... That we finally got to, that we finally got this far to my I love
1: that you corrected it to we because you and I have worked very hard over the past almost five and a half years for you to reach this goal. This goal was in your IEP and your transition programs from your school days and it was thought to be a nice idea. You had a voice for it but the probability of you being able to manifest it wasn't really going to probably happen. So you and I made a commitment that if you worked hard, I would find a way for us to get you somewhere in the communications world. And you worked hard, we worked hard, and I love how the universe provided the right opportunity and you were prepared. You had worked hard over past five years to be prepared, and here we are. So I couldn't be more happy or more proud. I am bursting with pride for you.
0: Well, you know what? It makes me very happy to hear you say that because I feel like that in my mind. I feel like I've come a long way, and I have worked so hard for my goals in everything in my life. And I, yes, you have. I, and I have overcome so much
1: yes you did and we did it together as a team
0: yes we did and we you know what we have worked together as a team we've always gotten things done we always did my goals correctly though
1: yes we did any other questions for me my dear
0: um let's see i don't have any other questions for you do you have any other questions for me
1: well, we've worked together for so long, it's hard to have questions. We practically answer each other's sentences. Uh, I just, again, want to say how proud I am that you put in the work and the dedication and the commitment to become the best Joe DeYoung that there is. And everyone who has helped you along the way recognizes that this is a big moment for you.
0: You know what, this is a very big feel-good moment for me. It is. And you know what, I mean, but you, you, you are going to be moving to California coming up. Um,
1: yes, you and I will be going our separate ways after mm. uh, after a while, but we'll always be in touch, and we'll always talk.
0: We'll always definitely still have our friendship, and our friendship will never, ever die.
1: No, it won't.
0: But you know what I, I I feel like that you and I you and I get along very well, and I have to say that you've done the best job that anyone could ever do.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome, and uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to today's today ep- today's episode of Infinity and Beyond Twenty Six and. If you like this podcast, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe. And don't forget to comment comment down below. Um, I will see you guys next week, Monday. uh, Next week's uh, sixth episode. Until next time, peace.